All right, it's that time again, poetry reading time, that is, uh, and this is Radical Humanity, and my name is Ben Hoover, and yeah, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is my my venue to express all the activity going on in the brain. So, um, as I've mentioned before, I've, 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 I have several episodes now where I am reading some poetry that I've written, and uh, I've rekindled a joy, if not even more, I've, I've tapped into this very vibrant uh, joy, pleasure, energy when it comes to, to writing again, and writing poetry, um, such a different experience for me, uh, writing in, in this, uh, in this kind of realm. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited. So uh, what I like to do is I like to read the poem first. And if you listen to it and, you know, listen to it first, pause it or whatnot, take it in. And then I like to kind of go into the meaning behind it, why I wrote it, the, the personal, uh, more of a, a personal expository of, of what, uh, what, was behind the wording here. Um, you know, I had this thought, like, because you know, poetry is interesting because it, it kind of has different forms. Like, it had the, like, the beatnik forum and, uh, I don't know, what was that, the, like, 60s, 70s, you know, the, the little bongo drums. I mean, that might be a stereotype, a caricature, but it's, but, um, you know, and the, the snapping fingers and stuff and, and the smooth, nonchalant ways of expressing poetic love but um and then and then I thought too I like I, I kind of have this fantasy of doing slam poetry um I just I don't know I've, I've seen people do it and they it's it's so there's there's something so alluring and attractive about it and uh, and and people just get really into it immersed and express the, these beautiful poetic uh, rhetoric and, and rhythms, uh, and it just kind of bursts out of them. And it, I, I love it. The only thing I don't like is I think you have to like memorize it. And I don't like that. I'd love to just read it. Um, you know, with, with still the energy and the emotional activity behind it. But, uh, but anyway, that was a thought that came up before I was, uh, recording, started this episode. But I, yeah, I, I remember there was a moment where it was, it was years ago, it was in my undergrad and, uh, kind of connected with a, uh, um, uh, a friend's friend who became a friend. And we at one point started this group and we had all these ideas like, it's going to be artful and we're going to talk about philosophy and theology and psychology and all that stuff. And we're going to go deep, man. And uh, and, and we had this time where he, this guy, he had, um, he had a friend join us and this friend was well-versed in doing slam poetry and he had all of us gather around. There's probably, I think six of us. And we, we just took time there, you know, maybe we went off in different rooms or something. And, uh, I think we had, I don't know, 30 minutes or something to, to write our own poetry. And then we read it to each other. And that was I really liked that experience, and I, I can't remember what I wrote. Um, something about beauty and artificial beauty and whatnot, and and juxtaposing that, and 
uh, man, it was fun. And people, we really got into it. Like one guy, one guy had like a mic drop moment where he, he just went into it. And I don't know the way he ended it. Just everyone just went off. Uh, they were, they were amazed by it. So he had, he had, you know, the, the whole mic drop thing, uh, like in rap battles. That's, that's, that's what he, he had that moment, that, that time in the sun. So that was, that was cool. I liked that. I kind of, it'd be kind of cool to have, uh, sort of a, a collective, a gathering that does that. A uh, little Dead Poet Society action. Anyway, enough about that. So I want to go into my poem, and uh, and then I will explain it. So it's a little bit, it starts off with kind of a humorous uh, vibe. It, 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 I'm using vibe a lot. Man, I am in full 70s there. Uh, uh, anyway, um, yeah, so it, it, there's this humorous side to it, and it's directed towards me, and then it kind of takes some turns from there. So, and the title, which I didn't have, and I still kind of don't have, um, but it's called Pleasure, with a question mark. So, uh, again, that might change. It might be formally known as Pleasure. So, let's let's go. Here is... Maybe. Pleasure. Oh, pleasure and joy, hidden underneath the hatches of heavy. What are you really like? You burn so briefly inside me, a transient visit, and then you're gone. Engulfed by rumination, ambushed by seriousness, I must figure out life's problems. Think, 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 stew. This is the path, so I am convinced. Mental churning to find the truth, always rummaging in the attic overturning boxes to find what feels lost. But down below is where answers lie. Here I go again, always focus on the difficult, depression, sadness, heartbreak, guilt. It even steals the show in poem form. Internally torn, where do I go? The, f <clears throat> the familiar resides in the burdens of life, broadcasted to all in hopes to be seen. The antidote to feeling alone. What happens when I stray from home? Separation anxiety when I wander away. Life constricts in returns to the known. Reclusive retreats to familiar dark woods. Dense, dank, shadowy. Come on, heaviness. I must know you in greater ways. You're beyond a sensory experience. There's got to be more to unravel. I will feel out the walls, strip apart the liney, for there must be a lever to uncover some passage and travel deeper into your caves. A foreboding fog casts over the soul, obfuscating the oscillating light that illuminates the shoreline, calling a return to joy once again. Instead, an endless sinking, a muscular pull down psychic darkness. What are you, pleasure? I have not a clue. Always so heavily regulated and subdued, it must never be purely for myself. Instead, I must find it for the other. Hell is for those who live too much for you, who seek to indulge in wanton lands. Endless warning signs for gluttons feasting on joys. Life, it's taught, is most satisfying when bland. Laughter betrays these hefty, ponderous ways. Fault lines of humor rupture unshakable barriers. Colluding and fracture also rage, sex, and curiosity. Rebellious miscreants that overthrow the system. Antigens met metastasizing the soul. Vibrant blasts that shock and stir, threaten safety, break the rules. Silence and imprison these criminals. Away from society where comforts reign. That upset and derail from our heavy terrain. Damn it, it feels so good to feel good. Isn't that bad to enjoy, embrace, arouse, indulge, and be glad? 
The lands of pleasure, always heavily guarded, barbed wire fencing, divine warnings for trespassing, implicit disapproval carried in the faces of others, implied messages from pulpits, sugary-coated, the backfire of guilt when one enjoys who crosses the borders society employs, but also inside lie these dividing lines, the prohibitions that cauterize. Danger! Pregnancy, STD, soul tie connections, disappointments, too close too soon, lust, addiction, better life lived by vows of celibacy, save, 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 divine reward will come, don't look, don't touch, don't taste, don't see. For good arrives to those who wait, sequestered in rooms, ruminating on problems, devotion to the guidelines, vacant promises that life will be great, while the soul lies in agony. Envious longings cast out through a window, locked in towers, burdened by desirous rumblings. Only the blessed live on their knees, sending up prayers to the divine to please. <clears throat> but an inner ache to go and find, to discover more beyond the safe confines. And the dark shadows cast over the soul, and the ominous rules religiously imbued. A polarizing war between two seductive forces, to touch the untouched, or to nestle back into lands known. The captive will find clandestine ways, loopholes through dark alleys, feasting in secret until consumptive desires crack the shadow's seal, exposed to those vigilant to imprison once again, hell-bent on domesticating the wild, unregulated pleasures of sin. <clears throat> but what is it really like to be in pleasure's throes, even if the aftermath brings pain and agony? The forbidden lives in the other skin, entering into realms of ecstasy. Wired within, primal voices rage, violent yearnings for erotic entangling. Moist taverns that welcome, warmth embracing, cadence and tones ring of pleasure's harmony, seismic seizures of raptured bliss, gravitational pulls for repeat trysts. But this is more than words captured for dyadic connection. Pleasures abound in all directions. <clears throat> for life invites to devour all, both woes and joys inhabit existence's range. To enter in, unquenchably engaged, openly invested to all encounters, cherished existence, sacred chambers, intimately explored and shared unrestricted, rage, heartbreak, weeping, laughing, erotic euphoria, genuine reflection. But for such experiences, one first must make contact with their soul, <clears throat> beneath the barriers that fracture and split, shackling joy that fights for breath, to embrace every stirring in full capacity, and face the pummeling forces that seduce and threat, to collapse into comforts that have lived long inside, covering over-vibrant energies famished for life. So, that, I have to say that's probably, it's hard, it's hard to choose, but I think that's probably my favorite one. Um, I had a, I had a lot of fun. I, everyone had fun, but the, I don't know. This was a little different. Um, <clears throat> so the background on that, <clears throat> man, kept having to clear my throat. The, the background on that is, uh, um, so I think I mentioned in a, in a previous podcast that I've gone through this sort of paradigm shift. I've gotten this kind of fault line, the, this fissure in the, the foundation of myself where I've lived so much and heavy and having to do things right and if something happens it just registers to me as I got it wrong and I did it wrong and so much of that was like messages from my upbringing within my family but also within the church 
Um, and, and so, um, and so there's always kind of been this like heavy roadblock that's blocked, that's kept me from like, it's obstructed me from experiencing joys and excitements and pleasures in life. And until it was really kind of point, it pointed out actually very recently, um, I lived in that, that that's where I, I resided was in this heaviness. And so, so humorously I kind of poke at that in myself because I thought I, I want to kind of approach this poem of what's pleasure doesn't even make sense to me because when I've experienced it I just feel guilt and shame um you know for instance like looking at pornography or something it's always it was always given this uh stigma and judgment of it's wrong and it causes problems and all this stuff and as I shared in another podcast I, I questioned that um but it's like it's pre- it prevented me from like actually just enjoying myself and enjoying my sexuality and learning about what I like and don't like and whatnot. And the same thing when it came to like sex, um, like outside of marriage, like careful warnings, you know, and, um, and then when I had sex, finally, (laughs) not about a year or so ago, um, it, it, uh, you know, cause I was on this path of like, I need to wait and I need to, you know, that's what I've been told because there's problems that are going to happen. Not like, I'm going to burn in hell kind of thing, but more of, um, there's going to be all these issues and stuff. And that's, that was a lot of the messages I got. And so I never like really connected that part of myself. Um, you know, for 10 years, I shut my sexuality off, like, like completely. And, um, and then, and then it started waking up again about what, four or five years ago. So here I am, you know, in my thirties and having these experiences that, uh, that had always been so like barbed wired with warnings and careful and all of that. And, um, and I found that for me to be so restricting and, and constricting. And it actually created this, this disconnect, this detachment for myself. <clears throat> so, um, so that's what I wanted to kind of touch on. And that's why there's these elements in there of really addressing, you know, like, what's it like to be in the realm of pleasure. What's it like to engage in sex? What's it like? Like, you know, cause it was always, well, you get the, I, I've shared that it was, there was warnings all around. Um, so yeah, so I liked, I liked going into this kind of from that angle of starting to poke at it with some humor and towards myself of, man, I take life so seriously and in this heavy way. And, uh, and, and, and I, and, you know, what's it like? It's so foreign to just go after pleasure and things that are enjoyable and, uh, which is what I've begun to experience like with these podcasts and writing is that I truly, truly enjoy it. It's not work for me. Uh, there's this adventure in it and excitement. And, um, and that's what I feel is so wired in us is to actually indulge in life. And yes, there is pain and heartbreak and, and even to, I believe even to, find what it is that we really want like a partner that is like a like a significant other someone that we want to indulge together in life you know indulge in life together with and um you know that that sexual partner that part that romantic part like like even that is a journey of pain you know that and that's what i went through is is falling in love and having sex and and getting all caught up in my head about it and wrapped up in the in the whole fumes of it and you know, and not being able to see what reality is. 
but that's part of this human experience. And, and I, I realize how much, you know, pain is a part of this process of, of finding, of finding the, the realms of joy as well. But I've lived so sunken in to sometimes the, the pain and not just feeling it, just literally dissecting it, that, um, that it would really, uh, barricade me in from excitement and, and, uh, touching on that in life um because when you're in that like heavy darkness you just keep exploring you keep you keep sinking you think that there's something there when there really isn't it's just an emotional experience in a way or there's judgment so that has to be addressed so anyway so this was my poem to to sort of encapsulate that uh to, to put that kind of imagery and so it was it was in a sense kind of probably my most favorite one at at the moment so anyway that's a little backstory around that and I hope you enjoyed it. And I will, uh, well, I'll talk to you through this forum next time. Take care.